Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And welcome everyone to a late night national semifinal edition of March Madness Men's Basketball. I'm your host, Andy Katz. Wow, what a national semifinals we had here tonight in New Orleans at the Superdome. Uh, just trying to process everything that happened uh, in the last game. Uh, North Carolina 81, Duke 77. Uh, unbelievable game as we expected, as we hoped, between two of the all-time great programs. Uh, one of the best rivalries in all of sports. Never meeting before in the NCAA tournament, let alone the Final Four. And Carolina, the eighth seed, comes up with an 81-77 victory over number two, Duke. Carolina outscored Duke 47-40 in the second half uh, after being down three at halftime. This game was dominated by foul trouble, really. Uh, Mark Williams, who's been an outstanding rim protector, finisher. Uh, he had four fouls, got in foul trouble early in this game. Theo John also had four fouls in the first half. Uh, so that's... Duke's two bigs that were really in some trouble there. Meanwhile, Armando Baycott, he ended up fouling out of this game, but he had quite a game. 21 rebounds. Unbelievable. 21 boards. Hurt his ankle at one point. Looked like it was down. I was doing sideline for Westwood One Radio, and I went over there, and they took him back to the locker room, it looked like, and suddenly he was back on the court. So he was about to, he was not going to finish this game and be out there. Caleb Love and R.J. Davis in different times, uh, they were sensational. 28 points for Caleb Love, 18 for Davis. Uh, Baycott had finished with 11. Brady Manick, who really struggled early, he finished with 14. Uh, and and overall, uh, this Carolina team made 10 threes, 17 to 24 from the line, 50 to 41 on the backboard. I mean, great job on rebounding against Duke. Uh, and Paolo Boncaro led Duke with 20 and 10. Wendell Moore had a big three late. He finished with 10. Trevor Keels at 19 for Duke. I mean, it's a great game. There's no question. It was just an outstanding game. Epic instant classic that we will be talking about for quite some time. Uh, so Carolina will take on Kansas. Um, the Jayhawks knocked off Villanova 81 to 65. Dave McCormack, 25 points, nine boards. Uh, Oshay Abaji, 21. Uh, those two guys, well, Abaji, you know, he's the only Naismith finalist still playing, and he was sensational, absolutely sensational, 21 points. Um, Remy Martin struggled, only had three, one for five, 21 minutes, but they didn't need him. Um, they had such great play out of Baji McCormick. Uh, Harris ended up making three threes. And look, we knew Villanova was going to be shorthanded without Justin Moore. It showed at times. Colin Gillespie finished his career with 17, outstanding game from him. Jermaine Samuels, he could have played a little bit better. That's okay, he had nine. Caleb Daniels, who stood in the starting lineup for Justin Moore, he had 13. Um, but look, 13 for 31. 13 threes Villanova made, but they took 31. Uh, so that obviously is a big problem. And they got 
absolutely, you know, dominant on the backboard, 35-29. Um, look, this game got tight a little later. Kansas had that second year, kind of like they had against Miami in Chicago in the regional final. But we're going to be talking about this game for quite some time, this Duke-Carolina game. Outstanding. And in my role, Westwood One Radio and with us for March Madness, had a great chance to catch up right after the game with Coach K back by the locker room, Armando Baycott on the floor, uh, Jay Wright after they lost, Bill Self on the floor. So let's listen to the interviews that I got uh, in order here all throughout the course of the post games here tonight in New Orleans. Coach, how did this game turn North Carolina's favor in that last minute or so? Well, missing free throws is one of them. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't think it ever turned in anyone's favor. I think it was a one possession game and, and uh, uh, Love hit, hit some big shots. And when we got the one point lead with just about a minute to go, yeah, that's where you need to get a stop. And uh, we fouled and we did foul. And uh, you can't give free shots. And it, they have to shoot the ball. And, um, you know, our kids played their hearts out, and so did their kids. And uh, it was a disjointed game with the fouls. And I'm not blaming anyone, like Mark fouled. But, uh, yeah, he really didn't have the impact on the game, and he's one of the main reasons, you know, we're here. So I know he's beating himself up. Uh, missing those two free throws and uh, and not having a, not being able to play, but he fouled. You know, I'm not I'm not complaining about about that. What did this team mean to you this season? No, they were. I love my team. You know, they're the youngest team we've ever had, and uh, I mean, they won 32 games and ACC regular season champs and Western Regional champs, and and uh, when it looked like we were not playing well anymore this season. They turned it around in March, and look, we had a chance to play on Monday for a national championship, so uh, I can't be anything but proud of them. I love the team. They were a joy, really, every day. They were never a problem. They're they're a young group, and they're beating themselves up right now, but that's good, too, you know, that means that it meant something. It should either be tears of joy or tears of sorrow. And uh, that means you, you gave everything if, if you feel that way. And that's the way my team feels right now. After 42 years, what are you going to miss most? I'll find out. No, I'm, it's my responsibility right now. I'm, I'm only thinking of my team. I, I'll, be, I'll be fine. Uh, I, I want to make sure that my team is good. And what did you tell them in the locker room? Oh, a bunch of things. And uh, the main thing is how proud we are of them. And, and not to beat themselves up that one play lost it. So uh, a youngster doesn't leave this locker room thinking that he lost the game. You know, collective responsibility, win and lose together. And, and we've loved coaching them. You know, this, this has been uh, such a good group. And, uh, and I feel for them, you know. It, but uh, also, the congratulations to North Carolina. They made some big plays. And they're a really good basketball team. So it's not like I – mean, it's a heck of a game. It was, uh, it was a heck of a game, and the team that won was going to be so happy, and the team that lost was going to be so sad and, uh, because both teams played their hearts out. Thank you again for everything.
got the whole Carolina team here. Armando Baycott, you guys just knocked off Duke. You're playing for the national championship, ended Coach K's career. How are you feeling right now? Man, nobody believed in us. Everybody counted us out. We keep tabs on everything. We saw nobody picked us to win. But you know what? We like it like that. Don't pick us on a Monday either. So listen, you almost you sprained your ankle. You came back. You fouled out. What kind of heart did you have to put through to get through this game? This is the biggest college basketball game of all time. No chance I'm sitting out. How do you explain the way you guys took every punch from Duke and responded? That perseverance, that game seven urgency that you guys have had throughout the course of the last month. Man, we've just been battle tested. Everybody was saying we soft and you know, we got sick of that. This is North Carolina basketball and there's never a soft team in North Carolina basketball history. And you know, I'm just so proud of the coaches, the players, it's a team effort. Hey, I'm just glad we won. Hey, last thing, Armando, you were in tears after you won at Cameron Indoor Stadium. You know what it means for North Carolina to beat Duke. What are you feeling right now? Will the tears start coming? By far the best feeling of my life. I'm lost for words, man. I'm just so excited. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, Jay, an incredible run for this group. And you guys got down early, made a great run at the beginning of the second half. What happened where you guys just couldn't get over that hump? Well, the, the start hurts us. You know, you, you can't. You can't do that against a great team. You can't put yourself in that hole, be down 11 at halftime, and and uh, and then try to make a run in the second half. You, you got to try, you know. But um, they're a really good team. You can't put that many great possessions together without them putting a couple together. And that's what they did, and that's why they're a great team. When you look back at this season, to get to this point, especially everything that you guys went through, the schedule you played, and then having to play this game without Justin Moore, how do you put this in perspective? These are all, it's the beauty of college basketball. These are all learning lessons, and uh, it, it's a great lesson for these guys. That They had great fortitude, great resiliency. Um, and, and, and right now, you know, we'll look at all that big picture stuff later. Right now they got to handle, and we all have to handle the fact that we got beat by a better team, and we got to give them credit and keep our heads high. And then we'll go back and we'll learn a lot from this. What are you going to remember most about this group? I think the leadership of our seniors, Colin Gillespie, Jermaine Samuels, uh, Justin Moore as a, a captain, and, and uh, Tamir Cosby Roundtree as a senior. I'm, I'm really proud of them passing down the Villanova tradition to the young guys. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, buddy. Well, Bill, we talked about 2018. In the beginning of this game, it was almost like flipping the script, yeah, but you knew Villanova was going to come back. How much did this feel a little bit like the reverse from 18? It did uh, early on, but then after they started making some shots and you know, Gillespie's not going to let them go away. He's such a good player and a great competitor, and they're so well coached. And I told our guys all along, these guys these, these guys have been in this situation before. That's why they won two in the last six years because they're tough, and they were tough tonight. We just hung in there. David McCormack, 25-9, and nine, maybe his best game of the season in the biggest moment. Where did that come from? Well, Dave was great. You know, we wanted to try to play through our bigs today, and, and you know, he's been really good for about the last two or three weeks. I mean, dominant. And we had a size advantage, and we were able to play to the mismatches. 2020 team, you told me they had a chance to win the title. There was no NCAA tournament. This team kind of reminds you of 2012. What are you thinking right now as you go 40 minutes away from a title? Well, I, I'm just happy. I'm elated for our players and our program. And it, it's been a, you know, everybody's got a story, but we certainly have our own story this year. And, and uh, I just can't wait. We, we need to rest, and we need to prepare, but I can't wait for Monday. And 10 years ago, You've lost in the championship game in this building. To win, regardless of who you play, what must you do? 
Well, we must rebound regardless of who we play, and we must get back in transition, and we got to probably hope they miss a few shots too. Thanks, Bill. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. All right, so we've got a North Carolina, Kansas, two of the bluest of all blue bloods championship game Monday night here in New Orleans. Hubert Davis trying to win a national championship in his first year as a head coach at his alma mater. And Bill Self trying to win his second national championship, first since 08 in his fourth Final Four. Kansas, a one seed, share of the Big 12. North Carolina, I think if they if they'd played consistently, you know, they would have not been an eight seed. They're not an eight seed. But we're going to get a great game on Monday night. Two tremendous fan bases, historic programs. You know, I, I just think that this season will come to a, a point with excellence that we've seen, you know, just throughout the course of the year. Uh, player of the year candidates, you'll get one certainly on the floor on Monday night, Noche Abaji. Um, Davis has done an outstanding job coaching this team in the postseason. And Bill Self, um, a Hall of Famer, has done a really good job of adjusting. I just want to do say that, you know, I said at the end of the interview, I want to thank Coach K publicly. Covered him for 30 years of his 42 that he was at Duke. Um, always accessible, never had a problem, and uh, obviously, you don't have to hear me say it, but I mean, he's the greatest coach of all time, contributed so much on and off the court. Uh, the game will miss him. Um, we'll see how much he's going to be around. Roy Williams obviously has been around quite a bit. He was here tonight cheering on the Tar Heels. It's John Shire's program going forward, uh, but um, the legacy that Coach K leaves is, uh, I mean, second to none. And the lives he's affected over four-plus decades, um, taking Duke to a level that, while they, there's been history, never to the level, of course, that it had received under Coach K. And it just won't be the same. We're changing eras here in the sport, certainly at Cameron and, and at Duke. Um, so just a, a big appreciation to everything that Coach K uh, has done for the sport. And uh, I just, I know I appreciate uh, everything that, uh, that he, he did in terms of just being accessible um, because of uh, how iconic a figure he was in the sport. So I appreciate it. And it was really an honor to cover him over these last 30 years. Uh, so listen, that'll wrap up this special edition. You can listen Monday night to our post-game podcast uh, from uh, New Orleans here, uh, just uh, inside the Superdome. So, as always, our content lives on at March Madness MBB and NCAA.com. Big shout-out to Abby Stoltz and all that she does in putting this pod together and everyone at Bleach Report, Turner Sports, and, of course, NCAA.com. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Talk again Monday night.